of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. My pleasure to be sitting down this morning with, uh, figuratively, of course, the acting chief of the Lincoln Police Department, Brian Jackson. Sir, thank you very much for being with me this morning. Thank you. Good morning. Yeah, we're going to kick it into high gear by just talking about some 2020 crime stats that you released last week. A lot of numbers here, and we don't have time to get into all of them. But overall, what is the uh, level of violent crime in Lincoln? Well, generally, we we compare uh, our years to a a five-year average. So uh, we're up about 19% over the five-year average. Uh, That is, uh, violent crime is generally made up of uh, uh, rape, robbery, uh, aggravated assault, and homicides. Uh, the driving force for this increase would be the aggravated assaults that uh, Lincoln's uh, seen in uh, 2020. Chief, when, from a law enforcement leader's perspective, there are a lot of things here. Arrests and citations, thefts, uh, part one crimes. Those are the more serious crimes, the murders, the rapes, the robberies, the aggravated assaults and uh, other crimes like vandalisms, frauds, and arsons. When you look at all of those from a law enforcement leader's perspective, which ones grab your attention? Well, I, th- I think uh, those that uh, impact the quality of life of, of the citizens of Lincoln. Um, you know, if uh, aggravated assaults are important, but uh, the ones that impact citizens the most are, are the thefts, the burglaries, uh, those are, are are more numerous. Uh, our our violent crime makes up a very small percentage of our Part One crimes. Uh, makes up about 13 percent, uh, and so really the impactful crimes are what makes the remaining 87 percent. And largely those come in the form of uh, thefts or burglaries. So we try to work very diligently with the community uh, to impact those types of crime because those types of crimes are what uh, citizens are most likely to to be to see or be victims of. And they are the ones that upset people the most. I mean, the, the ones that seem senseless, like, like, like the theft of an automobile or breaking into an automobile to steal the change from the console or to find uh, the CDs or in an extreme case, maybe a gun that's been left inside an unlocked or a locked car outside of a case. But auto thefts themselves if you look at 2020 and you have the overall number is up about 37 percent the only month where it went down was may otherwise all the other months went up uh, substantially so automobile thefts and that's one of those crimes chief uh, and i want you to expand on this the public has a big impact in mitigating uh, they absolutely do uh, auto thefts uh, there are very few auto thefts in Lincoln that occur without finding the car running or finding the keys to the car uh, inside it. So uh, by uh, the simple steps of securing your vehicle, by keeping, not letting it run unattended, 
keeping valuables out of sight and your keys in your pocket uh, would reduce this uh, this crime significantly. And these are these are more personal crimes. These are mm-hmm. these are what individuals uh, again they they can be senseless. Uh, you come out and find your car rummaged through. It it is it is it is it becomes personal. And uh, but we have a, a large ability to impact those by just doing a few simple things. And then the thefts from the vehicles those up in 2020 by about 37 percent. Yet residential burglaries up only one and a half percent. And I would have to think that uh, ring doorbells, uh, motion detectors, and security cameras probably have a lot to do with that. Well, and you have to look at 2020. There were there were a number of impactful events in 2020, COVID-19 being one of those, and a lot of people working from home. And uh, it, it's much harder to burglarize a home when it's occupied. Uh, so, but the items which you described are also help to deter criminals from identifying a home for which to burglarize. They know they're going to be on camera. They'll 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 look elsewhere. Yeah. Acting Police Chief Brian Jackson joining me here. Chief, uh, 63% increase in the number of officers that left the Lincoln Police Department force in 2020 compared to 2019. I'd like your insight into why. It is actually we are about 10% less this year than last year, uh, 2020 from 2019. Uh, We had uh, 30 officers leave in 2019 and 27 in 2020. I can tell you, I'm looking at looking at our numbers. Our average of 19 comes over a 10-year span. In 2018, we lost, uh, we had 12 leave, and so that number fluctuates greatly. In 2020, we had five officers retire and take other jobs, civilian jobs, in the Lincoln Police Department, and another seven retire. So about 40 to 43 percent of the officers that left in 2020 just retired. They had met their their time and, and service conditions and decided to retire. We had uh, about 10% failed their training. Uh, unfortunately, we had the tragedy of Officer Herrera, or Investigator Herrera, who was a line of duty death, and we had uh, a, a discipline. Um, but we had about 37% leave by just resigning, and they, they resigned to go elsewhere. Sometimes it's family that, that takes them other locations. Sometimes it's a change of careers. Uh, a lot of our officers start right out of college and, um, you know, find that maybe some other career choice is, is better for them. But uh, that's what, what that was what's driving the 2020 numbers. Update the federal grant that has uh, been in place to hire five new officers focusing on gun crimes. Any of them been hired? We have we have one officer uh, that has been selected and identified to coordinate our, our gun crimes. This is I, what I consider a foundational position to put pl- things in place uh, while we bring the other four on board. Uh, but um, generally, we have to hire more people than we lose. And we weren't able to do that in 2020. And so as we bring uh, people on the department, we're able to expand that. It is in, it's within the grant um, conditions uh, to do this over a period of time, and we want to do it smartly and without sacrificing service elsewhere. So we have one directly engaged right now, and we're, we're preparing through 2021 to get those other officers hired and in place. Uh, we're currently in a hiring cycle. Well, the, the applications are open and online, so anybody, any of the listeners who have an interest in the Lincoln Police Department certainly can seek that out and put in an application. 
Chief, what's significant about gun crimes that warrant five officers to be responsible for that offense, those well, offenses? Um, they are they are often related to gang activity, uh, drive-by shootings, if you will, in either vehicles or, or homes. Uh, and we, Lincoln does have um, these types of events that, that occur in our city. Um, they're also associated to some of our most violent crime, our homicides and aggravated assaults. And it is sometimes if you wait too long to address these issues, you, you, you've missed your opportunity. And we hope with these, uh, with these officers um, that uh, were visioned by Chief Blymeister and approved by the mayor's office and um, that uh, we can stay in front of that and, and minimize the impact to Lincoln. Joining me on Lincoln Live, Acting Police Chief Brian Jackson. Chief, there's a bill that would boost training requirements for Nebraska law enforcement. It would require minimum training of 40 hours for officers every year. That would be up from the current 20 hours. It has support from the Omaha Police Department. Do you support it? Well, the the bill... The bill requirements the Lincoln Police Department already meets. Our, our mandatory minimum require, training requirements are 40 hours for our employees each year. Uh, it is now 22 for the state of Nebraska. They added two hours last year for the anti-bias training. Uh, but Lincoln currently expects all of our commission staff to receive 40 hours of training. Um, there are a number of other aspects to the bill. Uh, again, in, in every condition, the Lincoln Police Department is compliant with those things. Um, but we have to realize that uh, Nebraska is, is more rural than urban, and uh, the bills that, that, that we can comply with make sometimes more difficult for the smaller agencies. So I think there has to be some consideration on how you provide officers training before they hit the street and uh, some of the other aspects of training when you only have a two-person two department. How can, you, how can you meet those requirements? But the city of Lincoln, the Lincoln Police Department, meets all those requirements currently. Chief, as I was getting ready for our talk here, I came across the term micro-stamping. And I come to find out it's the uh, technology that provides law enforcement with tools that quickly link firearm cartridge casings found at the scene to a specific weapon without recovering the firearm itself. What do you know about micro-stamping? Do you support that? Um, micro-stamping micro is fairly limited in, in, in um, its application in the sense that many of the gun manufacturers have, have not complied or modeled their weapons, designed their weapons to, to comply with that. We do have the ability to do um, shell casing trace through other aspects other than micro-tracing. In its original form, the ability to identify shell casing to a particular gun is, an, is a very good thing for law enforcement, but most legal weapons uh, are not used in crimes. It's illegal weapons that are often used in crimes, and uh, uh, while, it has, uh, while it has values, it has, also has some restrictions, and there has to be a balance there. But uh, uh, finding a shell, shell casing that says this came from this gun it, it would be very important, but there is limitations to how those guns are manufactured, as well as, again, those aren't generally the guns that are being used in these types of crimes. Chief, it is just going to be nasty cold this weekend and the first part of next week. Could you just share the challenges that come for being a police officer on the street to handling cold like this? 
Well, we, we certainly are cognizant of, of the weather. Uh, we try to rotate our officers uh, if they're in some type of outdoor assignment. For example, a, a large accident that occurs and we're diverting traffic, we're making sure we, we get officers rotated in and out of the, the extreme cold. Um, we do provide them uh, warm weather gear uh, to assist with that, and they can also augment that with some of their own equipment uh, to stay warm. Um, in, in the worst case scenarios, for example, with the big snow, we doubled officers up to enable uh, uh, to ensure and enable backups to be to be there because uh, the snow and weather also slows our officers down. And uh, sometimes when you need a backup, uh, it could it could take some time when the weather's bad. So we we, we take all that into account. Uh, we try to ensure the safety and uh, of our staff and. Uh, so that we can we can respond and provide the services uh, needed and requested by the public. Really like my job in weather like this. It's better to talk about it than to be out yeah. in it, Chief. It is, it is Nebraska, <laughs> um, and uh, sometimes you have to take the, the cold weather uh, along with the other beauties and, and things that we we come to love from our from our state. So. It won't be that long, Chief, before in the summer if we hit a hot streak where it's a hundred plus or the humidity is high. We'll be talking about how do you how do your officers handle the heat? Yeah, so. well, it, it's the same thing. Yeah, uh, we we provide equipment to help um, assist with that. Again, we rotate our staff, but. I'm I'm much more warm weather person than a cold weather person. Me too. So am I. <laughs> Chief, thank you very much. Uh, we'll uh, we'll talk again. We'll come up with some subjects and we'll chat in another month. Thanks for being available to us this morning. Fantastic. Thank you, Police Chief Brian Jackson, with me on Lincoln Live.